You have found the Open Eclectic Podcast, where Nate and Josh talk about everything from mobile games to books to pet peeves to cars to toys. Our interests run eclectic, and we're open to more. Welcome to the Open Eclectic. Well, hello again, everyone. Josh and I are back. My name is Nate, in case you forgot. Josh and I are back for uh, Season 2, Episode 2 of the Open Eclectic. I know it's been a while. I don't even remember how long it's been. Too long. I had to ask Josh just a minute ago. <clears throat> excuse me. I've also been... <clears throat> we've both been kind of sick lately. It's been a heck of a time the last few months. <clears throat> Josh's editing magic will get rid of all that stuff. Um, I had to ask him what our topic was last time, and it was the Rings of Power. Yeah. Great, great... Uh, I enjoyed the first season. It was a great season. Josh apparently has not f- progressed much further than the first one-ish episodes, but in his defense... A lot of things have been going on. Yeah, been ill. Yeah, other other um, life happenings have been going on. So um, I'll I'll forgive him there. Um, Two major holidays. Yes, I moved. I got I, well. I so the, actually, three major holidays. Three. It was at Thanksgiving, at Christmas, New Year's, and New Year's. Oh goodness, yeah, three, three yeah. major holidays. Yeah. Uh, I I went to the emergency room because I had influenza A and B and was severely dehydrated. <sighs> In case anybody was curious, if they were wanting to try it, I'd recommend not. So, okay, so were you like barfing or you don't have to get too detailed here. So I, uh, was it that kind of, what was that, was it that kind of ride or was it just, just overall awful? I mean, you've been sick. You've been like real sick, right? Oh yeah. So I've never been so sick that driving was exhausting. So I woke up mm. that morning and uh, and I was like, you know, I'm calling into work. I'm not going to mess around with this. I'm just going to go to the doctor now. Like, why should I wait until for like a few days until I decide if I'm bad enough to go to the doctor? Right. I'm going to go now. Good call. So, so I got up, I took the kids to school and then I sat in the school's parking lot for about 10 to 15 minutes because I was that tired. To recover. To for recover. Your, for your drive to the right? doctor. From the new house, which is closer than the old one. And then I was like, okay, I can do this. I can get myself to the doctor's office. He's going to give me some stuffs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe get some roids or I don't know. And I had to pit three to four times and stop for 10 to 15 minutes each time to rest from driving. How far was your drive? Normally 15 to 20 minutes at that time of day. Okay. Well, I mean, was it like across town or something? Like, is your my office, my doctor's office, uh, was at, um, what is that, Fourteenth and Pine Lake? Hmm. So, okay. All right. Yeah, that's a that would that would probably take. So I, I get there, mm-hmm. and I walk in, and I realize they're moving stuff out, and I go up to the counter, and I'm like, I need to be seen, and they were like, I'm sorry, we're not seeing patients today because we're moving. <laughs> oh no! And I was like. I totally forgot they were moving. I thought it wasn't, I thought it wasn't for like another couple of days. Mm-hmm. So I figured maybe they would still have like the care now clinic or whatever. So then I had to drive to like uh, 40th and South. Isn't there a Campbell's nursery over there or an Earl May. And then close to it, there's like a doctor's office there that they were like, that's where we're sending our care now patients. They've agreed to okay. take whatever. And so I went there and they're, you know, take all my stuffs and they were like, huh, we listen. She was like, you should, consider going to the emergency room 
because you need some extended monitoring. You really are not doing well. I did hurl in the in front of the doctor, so <sighs> I, Yikes. I felt bad, and then I threw up and proved it. And then I was like, no, I'll be fine. Just uh, I'll be okay. And she was like, no, seriously. Well, okay, well, we're going to keep you here then for a little bit. Just lay down, and I'm going to come and check on you in 20 minutes, and just, mm-hmm. let's just see how you're doing. By the time she came back, I was like, I think you're right. I think I should go to the emergency room. <laughs> and okay. so my wife had to come and she had to get a ride to the doctor's office. Cause I had the car, mm. like the good car and we didn't want to leave it there. So right. she had to come and get me and that my, the doctor there was like, yeah, I won't release you on your own. You have to be in the care of somebody else or an ambulance has to come and get you. Wow. So yeah, then I went to the emergency room and they were like, Oh yeah, don't have COVID, but you know what you do have influenza A and B. <laughs> So I got IV fluids, I got blood cultures and all kinds of pokes mm-hmm. and pricks and whatnot. And so typically a bolus, which is the IV bag, mm-hmm. um, it's supposed to take like 45 minutes to an hour for you to suck it in. Mm-hmm. It took me 30 minutes and I had two of them. And in hindsight, I was like, maybe I should have pushed for another one. Maybe I should have <laughs> been like one more, one more. And then you I'll know what? Home. I think I need another one. Load me up. Uh, I'm, I'm fine. I can drive after this. I think you've had enough. My veins haven't exploded yet. So your body was just like, yeah, man. Yeah. And then I was, I was completely sick for the next week. Yikes. Yeah. It was not a good time. That's, so. uh, that's no good. Yeah. I, uh, gosh, middle is on, it's coming up. It's going to, well, pretty soon it's going to be a month. So we're getting close, you know, but yeah. like December, uh, I think it was like December 15th or something. I had been, it was a Wednesday and I just kind of started feeling bad like in the afternoon. Like I, I was fine, you know, work normal, whatever in the morning and then throughout the day. And then like in the afternoon, I just started not feeling very good. And then um, in the evening, so I was like, eh, not feeling too, not feeling too great. Kind of have that kind of just like that general like kind of sinusy discomfort and you know how you know how your eyes get kind of like I, I always like feel like it's got that kind of scratchy hot feeling yep. you know kind of yep. had that and uh i'm like yeah what i don't know I just, maybe it's just some like s- stomach thing that's kind of getting kind of affecting me overall and so i'm like i'll be fine tomorrow so i get up the next day i still feel terrible try to work you know i work re- remotely thankfully so i didn't you know i just have to pr- you know, throw myself downstairs and then I can start working. <laughs> um, so I'm like, ah, so I'll take it. I should take a COVID test. Cause I had taken one the previous, when I first started feeling sick, I was like, I took one and it was negative. And then I took another one. No, I didn't. Josh, you need to edit this out. I'm, I'm just like, I'm just floundering here. <laughs> COVID um, so uh, yeah, Wednesday I started feeling sick. Thursday I was like, okay, I'm going to work. Uh, this Thursday, I like took a test and it was, it was negative. So I still, I felt sick. So I'm like, okay, I worked for like a couple hours and I took the rest of the day off. Just tried to rest and whatever. I'm like, okay, I'll go back. I'll go back to work on Friday. Still feel terrible. Took another COVID test and it was positive. So I'm like, well, I'm done. <laughs> so I just, you know, sequestered myself downstairs and, um, yeah, I, I, I was still testing positive on, like, Monday after that. 
Yeah. And it was, you know, it was... Because well, you can still test positive well after you're contagious and everything, right? Uh, well... I don't know. That's what they said at one point. I, I was kind of, I was like reading some of the CDC stuff and I think it's like, you know, if you're, it's, you know, they have like the five to 10 day guidelines, I think. I can't remember exactly what it was, but, um, you know, if you have to go out and you're still like testing positive, you know, you need to wear a mask and all that stuff. Sure. Um, so I still was still testing positive. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I feel okay enough to, um, you know, I started working again on like Wednesday. So like halfway through the day. So, I mean, it was, it wasn't a fun ride. I don't, I don't think it was as, I don't think it was as bad as yours. I think yours was way worse. Your flu. Yeah. So I've had COVID twice and then I had flu A and B at the same time. The flu was way worse than either it, of my it sounds like it it was so bad because yeah. covid for me was like i mean it was uh, at first it was like all of my sinuses like all congested you know and then and um you know just kind of that general kind of sick feeling and then then it kind of then the sinuses finally cleared and it kind of like moved into the more like the chest like you know kind of like a lot more coughing and stuff so i'm like this this has been like a really bad like cold essentially like sinus infection kind yeah. of thing and um yeah it wasn't the worst i've ever felt i'll say that like when i've been sick <laughs> right uh you know i felt and i think yeah i think like flu um i probably felt has made me feel worse so yeah um so yeah i was well for like maybe a week maybe a week and a half after this i was well enough for like the next like the next week my dad and i went and saw avatar which 3d then you know the special effects great we don't we don't have to spend a lot of time talking about this um <laughs> we watched avatar it's three hours it's really long it's really long and uh we're we were in the you know the fancy they call them the dream lounger chairs of the theater and you can recline and so my dad actually fell asleep during during part of it so i had to, <laughs> had to wake him up i mean it it kind of there are there is a stretch where it's it's kind of kind of that middle stretch where it's just kind of like yeah, you know, not not as much going on. So, so was it was it true? So, what I've heard that Cameron has said about the movie is he's uh, making like twenty more of them. Well, when people complain about the length, he was like, "Whatever, get up and go to the bathroom because you know you're going to come back to and see it again." <laughs> is like, first of all, like what a what an insane. I mean, he's James Cameron. I mean, oh, I, yeah, still, I mean. I mean, he, he doesn't mean he should say it, but I'm like, it's James Cameron. I can understand. Didn't he peak with like <clears throat> Titanic? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. But now this is coming from you, who is an Avatar hater. I did not is, care for the first Avatar. Okay. I made it halfway through and and I just gave up on it. I, you know, and I I uh, I don't feel strongly about that um, either. You say that, and I'm just like, eh, okay. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I can understand it because Listen, you had a great time with your dad. I'm and I'm happy to hear that. I just I just want to know like you gonna are you gonna go see it again? No, uh, no, no. I uh, so and that's I think that's the the biggest draw for it, which is fine. Is is the technology is like is the yeah. is the effects the CGI and the 3D, and that that was like. I remember, you know, how like 50 years ago when the first one came out, I went and saw, you know, um, my wife and I went and saw it and, um, 
I remember the 3D being, you know, really, you know, kind of blew my mind. I was like, man, this is awesome. This is great. Because I, I didn't really watch too many 3D movies. This is probably the first 3D movie I saw. Yeah. I think. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, 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 um, the effects were great. And I, I found it entertaining enough, you know, that I liked it. And I think I didn't go see it in the theater again. I did, like, I rented it on uh, DVD. So for the kids listening at home, that's a that's like a disc that they put movies on. Um, I think it was a Red Box. Might have gotten a Red Box. No, it was no, a Red Box. I, I bet it, it might have been Blockbuster. I think it might have been Blockbuster. I bet. Uh, so I think I rented it once and watched it. So I probably saw the first one twice total. Okay. My dad, however, I didn't go see the first one with him in the theater, but he liked it enough to buy it, like to buy a copy on it like a digital copy on his ipad wow oh okay so um <laughs> yeah and so the my experience with this with the second one is pretty much the same like the the 3d is cool the effects are cool like you know it re- afterwards reading about how they filmed it like all the all the like camera technology and, and stuff that cameron kind of has developed yeah all um, of that i found really cool yeah like, like the way like for this one like he like they you know, they had the the camera on them, like the mocap, whatever the 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 face tracking stuff. They had it on them, and they had the actors in the water, like doing all that. So I mean, that's like crazy. Yeah. Um, that's crazy cool, and it and it looks you know looks good. So, um, but I won't be. I'm not gonna go see it again. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it's just too it's too stinking long. It's three <laughs> hours, and and you were saying before, like. Thankfully, I didn't have to go to the bathroom, but I mean, I, I wouldn't have felt too bad about getting up and going to the bathroom because there, I mean, there is a part in the middle where it's just, like I said, not a lot going on. I mean, yeah, pacing is always tricky because you do need some of those downtimes, but if it stretches on for too long, especially for a movie that's like that, I think. I, I feel know. like it was at least an hour when. Of downtime? Well, I don't want to call it like downtime, but it's like. Well, I guess maybe it is downtime. I mean, because because there's like at the beginning, there's a, there's quite a bit of action at the beginning, right? Yeah. And then they just have this like just kind of lull in the middle, where you know where they're establishing you know other parts of the movie and yeah. and the story, and then at the end, of course, you know there's that rising action, and uh, so it's very intense there at the end, and or you know three quarters of the way through, and then to the end, and or whatever. I think, um, I think, you know, sometimes I think uh, some movies can do that sort of thing really well. I'm struggling to think of one where there, it gets like quiet in the middle and it's good um, with enough time. I probably could come up with it. But I find that um, it's usually better to build, mm-hmm. right? And uh, since we're fresh off the holiday season, and of course, uh, we watched Home Alone, as is our tradition. Excellent. Excellent. Um, we didn't get to Home Alone 2 this year, but again, we were sick and moving and stuff. So Yeah, it's okay. Uh, you got one of them in. Yeah. But like when you think about home alone, right? You think about all the traps mm-hmm. and the, and I don't know if you call them pranks or whatever, but that takes up very little of the movie. Right. That's like a 20 minute sequence right. maybe. And it, but it's all jammed together. But like you said, like, uh, like I feel like where you're going, they, they like build up to it really, yeah, really well. They do. And, and there's, yeah. there's stuff that they, um, there, there's that could be like a masterclass of like Chekhov's gun right of like you show something earlier that seems inconsequential maybe 
and then it comes back later and that sort of thing. And, and it just, it builds and it tells a lot of stories so that the action makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes though, when you have a movie that starts out with like, bam, wow, really cool opening action sequence or whatever. And then it goes down to the, the exposition, if you will, the exposition's good. You need it. Right. right? Tell me a story. Good. But sometimes it feels. It, I mean, I think with the first one, I remember watching first avatar, like I don't think I was bothered, you know, necessarily bothered by the length of it. I, I'm pretty sure this one's longer. The second, this new one, huh. Like you were saying it was longer. I don't, I don't know for sure, but I didn't, I didn't look at the runtime. It's like the first three one. hours, three hours, 12 minutes crazy. is the runtime for the avatar way of the water. <sighs> Um, but in this one, I, you know, definitely, I definitely noticed I'm like, you know, watching it and I'm like, Oh, I wonder what time it is. <laughs> yeah. And, um, Any, anytime you ask yourself like in a movie theater, like, I wonder how much is this is left? Like what time is it? Yeah. To me, that's like a real bad sign. Yeah. I, 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 I did check my watch at least like once. Ooh, yeah, for sure. Now, um, I mean, there were, you know, in this like middle period, there was, you know, there was some action, action-y stuff and it all, you know, it all lend itself to the story. But again, I mean, it's like it, it kind of dragged a little bit, like, cause you know, what's, you know, what it's building to, or, you know, you get to that. Yeah. You, you probably know, some, there's going to be the conflict that happens yeah, it's at not, the end. It's climax of, of yeah one type yeah. or another yeah, yeah. and you have to build to it. But it's like, it took them a heck of a long time to get there. And I'm sure Cameron would be like, well, you know, we have, we have to because. Sure. And sometimes you can, though. Like, you think about, um, you think about, like, The Godfather. That's a long movie. Godfather Part Two, longer movie. That's like two right. movies they wedged into one. And somehow it works. But it's because they both, they both build and build and build and build right. as opposed to building and then again exposition without 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 substantial yeah. building but uh, you know i don't want to i don't want to sell it too short i know you're not going to watch it no i'm not going but to but i don't i don't want to spoil it for our loyal listeners no, fair um, enough i wouldn't watch it too either so there i mean there is you know there is building and there is purpose to the stuff that's that i'm talking about as the middle um but it is a really it is more of a lull because you're like you kind of expect this to be like this is an action movie man this is like super exciting and there's there's tons of action yeah but um yeah, it's just as long as long movie, and uh, like like I said earlier, it's you know these movies are I, th- I think they're great because of the, kind of the spectacle they have of the of the effects and stuff mm-hmm. and the world, the the visual world that that Cameron has you know has created. It's not like it's not a great showcase of like acting and, and you know, all this stuff yeah. there. I mean, there are good performances. I mean, Zoe Saldana is, um, is really good. I mean, she's awesome. Nice. Um, there's and other, has some major names in it too. You know, you mentioned, uh, before we started, you had mentioned, uh, Sigourney Weaver. She's back. Spoiler in it. Oh, I was going to, I mean, it could be a flashback. I don't know. I, I haven't seen I mean, it. I mean, there are flashbacks too. So anyway, Sigourney Weaver's in it and Kate Winslet and I didn't even know. Okay. So I didn't even know Kate Winslet was in it until I saw her name in the, in the credits. Nice. Which is cool. Um, there's another guy that's in it. I can't think of his name now. Um, but he's a, I've seen him in other things and he's, he's really good. Um, who else? 
Of course, Sam Worthington, who is, you know, I liked him in the first one. He's, he, you know, he's Jake, Jake Sully. I couldn't have uh, pulled his name out to save my life. And I cannot, uh, okay, hold on. Let me, let me picture him now. I can't tell you anything else he's in. Uh, Terminator Salvation. Oh, you know, I think that was the one I skipped. Really? <laughs> yep. So that was like, okay, so like, I think that was think? that was before is that, Avatar. Is that the one with Christian Bale? Yes. Yeah, I, can't I actually really like, I really liked that movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah? I'm um, gonna have to check it out. And he, he's, uh, it was a good role for him. <laughs> I, I mean, I think he just, he just played it well. And, um, you know, he's like a, he's an ex-con that like, well, he's a con, not an ex-con. He's not, he's not really reformed. Not really. He was on, he was like on death row. And then the whole, the Cyberdyne company with Helena Bonham Carter. Oh. Comes into the prison. I did not remember she was in that. And then they're like, basically they're like, hey, you're going to die anyway. So you want to sign up for this thing where we, where we basically like turn you into a terminator after you're dead like oh okay s- I, I think i think that's what i went it's been a while since i've seen him but anyway so he's in jail he signs you know signs his life away or whatever to this to cyberdyne comes you know comes back as a terminator you know an augmented yeah and um yeah it was cool you know and then yeah christian bale uh and and he's a he's a good guy you know, he's a good guy, uh, Terminator. Sometimes, oh, okay, cool. Oh. Yeah, so there's like, yeah, although I didn't see the newest one either. Oh, no, I haven't seen like Genesis or whatever it's called. I haven't seen that. With uh, like the whole crew's back together, except for except for the original John Connor. Is that the one that has um, Daenerys in it? The uh, uh, No, that was the show. Wait, what? Right? Wasn't that the show? There was like a TV show that was about there was. Sarah Connor and and uh, oh, yeah, Amelia yeah, yeah. Clark. Okay, okay, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. D- Daenerys from Game of Thrones. Wait, was but Sarah she Connor. was in the TV show. For I thought it? so. I thought it was somebody. I thought that was man. I thought so. I could be wrong. <sighs> Turn. Maybe I skipped a bunch of. Well, these. because you're right though, because Linda Hamilton is back in that in that Genesis. Yeah. Um, no, it's not Genesis. Uh, Dark Fate is the one that that Lindy Hamilton was in. Hmm. Genesis is in 2015, and this one has this one has Amelia Clark in it as Sarah Connor. Okay, okay. So yes, Genesis is came before, and then Dark Fate is the one that had, like you said, that brings the whole crew back together. Terminator Except- Salvation is the one with Christian Bale and Sam Worthington. Did it bring Edward Furlong back? Gosh, I don't know. If it did, I w- I really want to see it now. If it did, yeah. I kind of don't think so, but I'm not seeing him in the credits here in uh, on the old IMDb's. Well, oh, but it does have Mackenzie Davis, who I really like. Yeah, she is in was in a show called Halt and Catch Fire on AMC. Hmm. Didn't see that one. That was about um, basically it's, it's like it's about like the rise of like uh, personal computers. It's like a company that. Um, it's like a, it's a fictional story, but it's like a company that kind of comes up at the same time as as Apple and Microsoft, oh, okay. IBM, and so they basically it's like a guy that works at like a calculator company. Or so something. in this universe, those three companies came up to came up close to the same time. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So they were like trying to compete with like Apple and sure. it's just okay. kind of, and then it's, it's a drama basically. And so she's a, uh, she gets hired at some, you know, later on down the road as like a, a, a punky uh, programmer, like computer programmer. Uh-huh. So, but she's really cool. And she was also in, um, she was the voice of, uh, of, of, uh, the main astronaut in one of the episodes of love, death and robots. You know, I, I hear interesting things about that. I just have not gotten around to so it. So when I had COVID, I just watched, I watched all three seasons of that on Netflix because each episode is like 10 minutes. Oh, wow. And it's like, uh, what do you, is, is it anthology? Yeah. So it's, like, it's like a different story in each, like, like a black yeah. mirror or a, like. Each, each thing is its own story. You don't yeah. necessarily have to watch all of them or watch them in a Right. Particular you can order. watch them in any order because okay, they're, yeah. they're really, they're, they're all separate. I don't know if I use the right terminology for that. Um, but yeah, she was, um. Yeah, she was really cool in that, so I, I like her. Um, I couldn't find my glasses when I had the flu, and it was too much work to come all the way downstairs to watch something. So, like, I would, and I and I couldn't put my contacts in because I keep falling asleep. Mm. And so, like, I try and watch uh, some Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I'd be like squinting, trying to see it. But then my, since I'm squinting, you know, your eyes are almost closed, and then I'd pass out. <laughs> and, <laughs> So I watched the same episode, quote, watch the same episode like four times. Okay, see if I can make it a little further. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't mean to fall asleep, Jake. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Um, That's become my like go-to comfort show almost. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, it's just something. I haven't finished it yet. It's just something about it that's like, I don't know. I really need to pick that show up because it's it's kind of simple never watched it. and straightforward, but funny without being, without making the police work aspect of the show stupid. Right, mm-hmm. they they do actual cases and they solve crimes. So and they stuff. actually treat that like. So it's it's like, like they a, do it well. I think so. It's like a real fine line between disrespecting the police and and making like a like a comedy about cops. So like, I, I think it's a really good. I like it a lot. It ain't for everybody. Did you see um, what was that movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell? Wait, the other guys. Yes. Did you see that? I did, actually, yeah. Wait, I can't remember. Are you a Will Ferrell hater? I am. You are a Will Ferrell hater. Did you like that movie? I think I'm on record on this show as saying that I might be willing to sacrifice Will Ferrell to bring back, like, Robin Williams. <laughs> I don't know. Or something. Like, I said something really, really, like, harsh I vague, about it. I vaguely remember all that. Those, all those years I mean, ago. I feel a little harsh, bro. It was. It was very harsh. A little harsh, bro. And I, I mean, stand by it, though. We all, I mean, love Robin Williams, but I, I don't feel like we can just sacrifice Will Ferrell. You don't think so? I think. I, mean, I feel like there's someone, there's other more deserving candidates, Sacrifi- candidates? To, that could be sacrificed. <laughs> as far as celebrity um, actors, and it's celebrity so slash actor slash comedian. My slash. thought on him is is more like is more like this, and like a serious note. I can't think of a movie where Will Ferrell couldn't easily be replaced by someone else and have the movie still be good. So have everything mm. else exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. It would change some of the tones of the movies. Cause I've seen some of his movies. Right. Like I've seen Anchorman mm-hmm. mm. blades of glory, which doesn't yep. count as a Will Ferrell movie. That's a, that's a John Heater movie, right? Wait, wait, wait. So are you saying you enjoyed blades of glory? I did enjoy blades of glory. Did you enjoy Will Ferrell's character? But Will Ferrell's character could have been played by almost anybody. Okay. Who would you suggest? 
I put a, put the actor's names in a hat. It's a body of a god. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, there's there's so many. There there's so many. It'd be funny. Conan O'Brien would have done okay. fine. I well, I mean, Conan's awesome. So I mean, is he? I've never seen him in an acting role. Right. So I've only seen him on the show, and I know he was a writer for The Simpsons and some of the what is considered like the best seasons. Has he been in a movie? I'm sure. So, he- I don't know. James Corden would have been fine in that role. No. And I don't particularly no. care for James Corden. No. I disagree. That's fine. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay would have been fine in that role. That would have been funny. <laughs> like, yeah. A couple of years ago, we, we watched some of the new Rocky and Bullwinkle show. Okay. And there's an episode where uh, Gordon Ramsay is on as himself. Right? So it's a cartoon and it's Rocky and Bullwinkle. So there's zany, wacky stuff mm-hmm. that happens. And Bullwinkle's trying to get on to cook his like grandmother's family recipe on this cooking show and win something. Mm-hmm. And Gordon's, of course, the host. And so they're like, and with one of the harshest chefs in the world judging you, Gordon Ramsay. And so he comes out on the stage and he points at a random guy in the audience. And he goes, you be better now. And the guy like suddenly is jacked. And he's like, yes, sir. He's like, yes, chef. <laughs> Boom. And he's like, yeah all right now let's get down to business (laughs) it's like one of the i'll have to find that clip it is the best cameo of of anything that's great uh but yeah i just uh i'm not a i I just don't care for will ferrell i think he's easily replaceable by by uh, i think all of his roles you i everything that i've seen him in he could easily be replaced by ryan reynolds but ryan reynolds is great so no, he isn't. Wait, wait, what? You don't personally, like, you don't like Ryan Reynolds? Personally, I'm going to say this like I know him. Personally, Ryan and I are good friends. Like when I see him in interviews, I like him a lot. But like, I'm not, let's not pretend like he's a fantastic actor. I mean, he is. He is. I mean, in he's every, kind of one note. Like comedic, in every movie, comedic, he's a version of Deadpool. Yeah, in every movie, right? He's he's some version of Deadpool, and to the point that he's played Deadpool twice. So I think I think he's playing him again. No, no. Let me be more clear. He's played Deadpool in the continuity movies of Deadpool one and two, but he also played Deadpool in a Wolverine movie, and it was very taken very poorly by fans because oh, that they was, ruined the character. That was awful. I, the whole movie was bad, though. It so, I, that, so that's one of those movies where I was like, it was fine. Back to back, I enjoyed it. Back to back. When when Wolverine and his brother when they're like. Back, this fight back to back. Back to back. That was so cheesy. Absolutely. And dumb. It's a comic book movie. Dumb. You're also talking to the guy who, th- who I still think some of the best comic book movies are like The Rocketeer and The Shadow. You know, I haven't seen either of those. I own The Rocketeer on disc if you'd like to buy it. I remember it. when The Rocketeer came out. And I remember when I was a kid because it came out like what, in the 90s? Yeah, and I want to say like 90 two-ish yeah i remember like when it 91. came out and i kept like i'd see like i don't know like the 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 movie cover at the the, at the video store or something or it's like commercial on tv and i'm like wow that seems really cool but like i never actually saw it yeah, it was fun so it's a good time check it out it was a shadow i mean i think i think they're great anyway so um, you know but okay I so ryan reynolds i think yeah i think um I think him and Will are at least the same caliber. So I, I kind of agree with you. They, they could be, you know, you could swap them out. I think Ryan's a better actor. Uh, I, I think, I think so Will too. Ferrell is an annoying actor because, 
But that's like kind of his thing. Exactly. And but I just find that annoying. he's done some serious roles though. I have, I will, so I will tell you this. I've always wanted to see Stranger Than Fiction. I've just never got around to it because I really want to see if he can do a serious role. Because kind it's kind of like, like the Adam Sandler thing, right? Yeah, like sure. Sandler was just like, just stupid, like sophomore, you know, sophomore, I guess, you know, just immature or whatever comedy. It was great. If you know, sure. for that kind of, you know, he had that nice run in the, in the early nineties, you know, coming off SNL and all that. Sure. Happy um, Gilmore and, but then he does punch drunk love and it's just like, Whoa, I, I whoa. haven't seen that one either. What? I know. I you know. Must. <laughs> Cause he did that. And then I, that's the other one. Uncut gems. Yes. So I've heard, I've heard amazing things about that. We should, I, I have not seen it. We should watch, we should that. watch that and maybe review it on, on show. Yeah. We let, let's do it. Have you seen eight crazy nights? Uh, I believe I've seen most of it with you at your house. That sounds years right. ago. And I kind of think I fell asleep. I love Acre. It. It's one of the best holiday movies. Literally. I think mm-hmm. it is one of the best holiday movies. And he does eight of the voices in it mm-hmm. animated. Yeah. But it just, it's a different, it, it actually has depth. The characters have depth and like mm-hmm. the acting has depth. And I think he, Adam Sandler is an example of somebody who, can do serious stuff he just prefers the silly and Plus will he makes ferrell a crap ton of money off the silly well yeah he does and i think he can he's learned how to bridge it a little bit too did you see grown-ups uh i think i saw the first one so originally grown-ups was supposed to have a bunch of guys from snl basically do this movie and they were going to make it years ago and unfortunately chris farley died mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so then they were like we don't want to just we need to find somebody appropriate to replace him or not make the movie. And if we can't make it happen right, then, then it's not going to happen. And eventually Kevin James took, mm-hmm. took that role on to the point that, um, cause so Chris Farley's thing in SNL, like in every sketch he was in, he broke a table, right? Or he broke something. Um, uh, most of them. And he did that in a lot of movies too. <laughs> um, and so like Kevin James does like a Chris Farley thing where he like falls on a table and breaks it. <laughs> and stuff and it doesn't look like as you're watching it it's like oh yeah it's a natural progression of the movie but like mm-hmm. if you know then you know and you're like oh yeah there you go gets me nice a little, little tribute anyway it's a good example of adam sandler mm-hmm. i don't know acting a little bit more he's still silly in the movie it's a comedy right right oh, yeah so Definitely. it for sure is but it's it's a different tone than yeah his other stuff so i think he has range and depth i yeah. just i mean he's yeah he's a he's a really talented uh talented performer i mean because he does you know he did snl you know it is like you know just live comedy he does you know music like 50 first dates that was kind of a more uh, i don't know at work it's, like it's like a heartwarming comedy heartwarming. thing it's a heartwarming comedy. sean austin <laughs> awesome <laughs> just like so, so just, i have a friend who's been experimenting with steroids <laughs> just say it's you what it's not me <laughs> love yeah that sean austin was so oh fantastic in that movie so i've only seen him in like a few things actually sean austin rudy rudy was the thing that i always saw him in when i was a kid and i so love rudy it may surprise you to know i have seen that movie do you like it i enjoyed it it's great it really was very very heartwarming yeah. story of rudy ruger dan rudy ruger um i watched that i had that on tape i watched it so many times when i was a kid 
because I mean, I was a big football fan, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's a movie about football. Sign me up. Right. Couldn't I? Couldn't just there was no YouTube. Couldn't go on. Couldn't go online and watch <laughs> clips of football or whatever. Um. You don't know. You don't know how good you have it, kids. Um, <laughs> you really don't. So I saw him in that, and then Lord of the Rings, of course, right? And I didn't see Fifty First Dates until like way after it came out. I think I saw it on TV. But I'm like, it's funny. That's really funny. Yeah. I also saw there's a dystopian movie that he's in, where everybody wears these headbands to make everybody the same IQ. Oh, is that like, uh, is that based on a Kurt Vonnegut I think so. And he like, even with the mind numbing thing that he's wearing, he's still like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. super smart and he tries to like wake people up and stuff to, to, yeah, to like get him to take the, basically kind of like to to encourage people to leave the matrix kind of a thing. Anyway, that was really good. Also really sad, but I've seen him in a couple of things. Not, not a lot though. uh, Stranger things. Bob. That's true. He is in Stranger Things. I have not seen him in Stranger Things, but I have only seen the first season. Uh, I, th- I want to say, gosh, it's either the second or third season, I think, that he's in. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So, I'm sure he's been in a lot more. Yeah, he does stuff. That, but uh, those are the the, f- the ones that I remember. Um, where were we? What were we talking about? Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. We're talking about Will Ferrell. Um yeah going back i i do I agree we need to put a put a pin and put a pin in it write it in pen we're gonna watch uncut gems and we're gonna review it because i've really wanted to see it i have too i remember yeah i remember seeing the ads for it and thinking that looks amazing and then i just you know it's one of those things being an adult it was it was a netflix movie though right was it really i think so maybe i don't know there's so many netflix movies now they're like Netflix in theaters for like a week, but it's on Netflix. Right. Like, cool. Yeah. Um gosh. So speaking of goals. Goals. Soccer. Think of your remiss. I did watch a little of that, actually. I watched some of that too. Yeah. Watch the final. Um Croatia went real far. And yeah. I was surprised. I was like, I'm ready for Croatia. And they're like, well, you know, they probably won't do. Uh, and then they did. They went real far. So, like, semi good for them. Far. Um, did, you was, watch, did you watch the final? I don't remember if I did or not. We watched, we kind of watched random games on, like, on demand. I mean, they so do have a lot of games. They have so. a lot of games. The final was, was wild, though. It was crazy because you got Messi on Argentina, you know, hunting for, I believe, his first World Cup. And France with, with uh, Mbappe. Yeah, and uh, it was it was quite the game. It was exciting. Hmm, nice. I think we did watch some of that because it was like Argentina was up like two nothing. Then France comes back. And they're tied. Then it goes to extra time. They're still tied. Then it goes to shootout. And Argentina wins. So football, soccer is a sport that I actually do enjoy watching. Um, but I can definitely see why people don't like it. I enjoy it. I mean, I enjoy it too. Um. I still can't get over like, like the drama. <laughs> it, like yeah. if you if you touch another player and they just what? like they go fall down like the whole just spend a spend a season the next um, women's World Cup season watch that because that's a whole other game like really? it's it's almost not the same sport. Uh, they are those women are tough. 
they are tough and we were watching it and this woman had like blood all over her face because she got cut in her, like her forehead got mm-hmm. cut and they were like you need to come and get stitched she's like no i'm gonna i'm gonna keep playing thank you very much it's fine it's fine don't worry about it it's fine and so like it's just it's a different yeah completely different mindset i mean i well when is the you know when the because world cup is every four four years and i think the women's world cup is every two because it's also every four and so it's yeah you have a world cup every two yeah yeah, right yeah um basically i mean i i don't i'm not saying that the men aren't tough but i'm like the way that they act just trying to get those get those fouls called or the yellow cards i'm just like my god i'm like dude yep he barely touched you. He d- or what's great is when they show it back in slow mo, and you're like, he, he didn't, didn't touch, touch you. you at all, and you're on the ground crying. There, but there are like there are so, so there's some like that, but then there are some that there's like they are actual like pretty serious collisions, and I'm just like, okay, but I'm like, can you can you tone down the you know the, the drama just a little <laughs> bit, and you know, Think and I feel like you know it's like they're trying to get fouls called, they're wasting time. I'm like, just keep, just get up, just right? Play. Keep playing. I know. It's the armchair coach coming out. Just do your job. Yeah, come Get on, up. man. Come on. I could go out there and do that. As I wipe like Cheeto puff yeah. crumbs all over my shirt or whatever. <laughs> the uh the field is the fields are huge. Massive. Soccer, the pitch is huge. Yeah. I mean they run like gosh, I, I mean, I don't know. It's something it's something wild, like I like eight, ten miles or something, probably more. It's I don't a ton. Know. And you only you're limited in the number of subs you get. Yeah. So which I didn't know until mm-hmm. <laughs> my wife's got to explain sports to me. Yeah, a it's lot not of like times. not like not like an American football where you can just sub you know in and out in and out. It's like once you come out, you're done. Yeah. And yeah, you get like and it varies from like uh, competition and league to league. Like some of oh, them really? give you like three, like you get three subs, and some of them give you like five. And I'm not sure what the world what World Cup is. It might be. F- is it? I thought it was two two i could be wrong but i thought it was two i think it's i think it's more than that i want to say two is not very many no it's not not very many it was low enough that i was shocked i was like there's no way how do you do that so you got got guys running the whole time yeah no wonder they're so like sweaty (laughs) yeah and then and then you got that whole red card thing so if you get a red card yeah that position that that player is just gone you can't replace that guy yeah that's crazy yeah. Um, so I was going to say, like, speaking of goals, though, like you'd mentioned you almost made your reading goal last year. Ah, uh, yes, I did. Yeah. And uh, so are you doing a reading goal this year? I am. I uh, So I do it through Goodreads just because, like, I... Word. Whatever. You know, I settled on that. We should make an open eclectic uh, Goodreads account. Oh, and that's we can, a good idea. People can read along with us. I am... Um, yeah, I... Um, that's a good idea. We should We should do that. So I, last year, what is it? Last year, I ventured to read five books. For the year? Yes, and I only made four. Now, I realized in the company of greatness here that you read a lot more than that. But yes, I wanted to read five, but I only made it to four. I almost got to five. It was a pretty low year for me last year, actually. I think I was maybe maybe double digits, honestly, like 10. Okay. So, um... No, so I was like, so 2021, I, I set a goal of five and I only read four. Then in 2022, I set a goal of five and I read four. Now, 2020, I had set a goal of 15 and I only hit five. So, that was just bad. So, I'm like, <laughs> five must be my number. But I apparently, guess. I couldn't even hit that. 
So this this year I'm trying to get uh, eight. I said eight. Okay. So, uh, you know, but like I said earlier, when we were talking um, off mic or before we started recording, I uh, I didn't quite finish my fifth book, but I did finish it, you know, a couple days ago. So it gives me a head start on the 2023. 12. That's how many you read? 12? Yeah. Some of them, several of them were rereads. Um, like I reread The Hobbit last year, uh, which mm-hmm. I haven't read. And I don't think I've read it since I was in like grade school. Okay. It's been a long time. And then and that's uh, basically like reading it for the first time. Yeah. It's, it's been, been a while. It's been that long. There's a lot of stuff I remembered and whatnot. Um, There's a couple other books I read again. And so, okay. So you count rereads as one of your books. Yeah. So I, uh, so like this year and I didn't set a reading goal last year at all. I was mm. just like, I'm just going to, I'm not going to worry about it. I have other stuff I'm working on. Sure. Um, this year we had a friend who she was like, well, Hey, I brought, I printed off like five random uh, reading lists, uh, like goal lists. So I was thinking if you want, I'll like, let's like mark the ones that we want to do and put it together and have like 50 types that you're supposed to read. And I was like, huh, okay. It's been a while since I've had like a really high reading goal of like 50 books in the year. Um, She was like, well, I, I have a rule that I can count one book for up to three things to check off the list. She was like, that's just, that's her thing. And I was like, that's fine. That makes, that makes sense to me. Like if you have, I don't know, read a dystopian book and read a book with a strong female lead hunger games. Oh, okay. I got you. Um, yeah. Or read the first book in a series and hunger games mm-hmm, mm-hmm, checks off three. Mm-hmm. So you can only count it for three of the options. Yeah. Like that's her rule. Usually when I do one of those lists, I try and do one. I try and do all of them as a, as their own book. Oh, so you um, identify each book has to fit one of these and it can't take yeah. multiple but i might do like a multi-count thing this year um, i've never done something like that i was thinking my kind of like a treasure be, hunt kind of thing almost yeah i was thinking i might do uh since i was unpacking too as i was shelving some books i was like oh yeah i forgot i had this book oh yeah i forgot i had this book uh and i was like i should read more like from my own bookshelf this year yeah. and so that's kind of a guideline for me i'm gonna try I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to shoot for like 25 this year. Okay. Um, and when I do a big number though, I also count audiobooks. Oh, so like if I listen to a book and I can't sure. listen to books as uh, aggressively now that I work on the phones a lot mm-hmm. as much as I used to. And my commute is real short. <laughs> so when you're listening to books like five minutes at a time, it takes a while. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm going to go for, we'll okay. see. I'm going to shoot for 25 may turn into more. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm going to try and read more from the books that I own already. There you go. But we'll you see. know, I should do that too, because I've got a crap ton of books that I have not, have not read. Yeah. Um, so I want to go back to the, uh, the reading. So the reading challenge to so the rule apparent. So I was always, I always thought like it felt like cheating to me to count a reread as, as one of the books. Oh, really? Okay. But I, but I'm looking in like the description of like, of the Goodreads, like their reading challenge thing. They're like, you can count a book if you, you know, if you reread a book, I'm like, well, if they say you can count it, maybe <laughs> I'll count it if I do read something again. It's the point is like to read. Yeah. I mean, and you're reading and you it's set like your own goals. It's like, it's not like you're just spinning your tires, you know, spinning your wheels, you know, by rereading a book. I mean, it's like you pick up 
new things. I mean, and I, I've noticed that in books that I reread. Mm-hmm. You know, I pick up new things when you read it for the, you know, second, subsequent time, second, third, fourth, whatever. Um, so, if I do re- re- reread something, I will count it. I think you should. Um, I also like the idea of starting an open eclectic uh, Goodreads account or that could know, be fun. not an account or like a list or something like, we, you know, people could suggest books that we could read. That maybe that'd be a good way for people to suggest books we could read, and then we you know we read them, and then we talk about it on the show. Yeah, um, uh, I I like that idea. So you said that you didn't have you didn't have a you didn't set a reading challenge last year, no, nope. because uh, you had a lot of other stuff going on. I remember one of the things you had going on was your um, like you were trying to trying to post a, like a photo for every day of the year. How did you do on that? Did not make it. I got to almost, uh, I want to say I got, I might've got to almost 300 days or maybe over 300 days. I could go back and look, I guess. Um, I just, I don't know. One day it kind of like uh, slipped. And then mm-hmm. after that, I was just like, you're like, uh, I'm off the I'm wagon. Done. Kind of. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I was going real strong. Let's see. So the last one I did in that one, oh, 321. That's 365. That's pretty darn good. So it's pretty solid. I would call that a success. It went it went well. I did kind of um it was interesting to uh reminisce a little bit about the year and how parts of the year it's like the Olympics I set I set like different uh themes for myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to stick too strictly, but like obviously January's January, January mm-hmm. like we talked about mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. one of our episodes, yep. and then last year the Olympics were in February maybe yeah so i did like a week or two of olympic themed shots Mm -hmm. and i got uh we did some fun stuff with that um and so it just kind of uh i think it went well and even when i was uh i went to a a camp for work uh to a blind camp for work and i was told that they would have uh wi-fi and like i could log in and work and and do Mm -hmm. some different things while i was there no they didn't and there was no service (laughs) within like so i had to drive like i just i, I started doing it every day because i'd like my snap streaks and i had my photo streaks mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like i would drive 20 to 30 minutes every day to like go where i could uh there was a place that had free wi-fi and like that was the closest place i could go and i would go to their parking lot and like log in do my post make my phone calls <laughs> uh and then there was like nice. spots on the road where you could pull off and there was one spot that actually had cell service too and so like i'd call call the fam on those mm-hmm. and stuff and i was gone for seven days maybe mm-hmm. i think it was a full seven days um yeah so that was an adventure so i even kept stuff going during that i just i don't i don't even know what happened something happened and then I was like, oh, I missed it. Should I make it up? Like, what? How do I want to do it? And then something else happened, and it just. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting again. Okay. Started. I started okay. again. So I still got to shoot and post today's as as of this recording. Right, and, right, right. We'll uh, get it in. We'll get it in. We'll see. We still okay. Yeah, we got plenty of time. Oh yeah, and I count. So I count waking hours though. Um. So if I, you know, as as of right now, as a recording, it's ten thirty at night. So even if, I don't know, it, like when we do a game night and if it spills over like into mm-hmm. midnight after midnight or whatever, and I take and I post, it counts on sure that day because I didn't go yeah. to sleep yet. Okay. So it is soft, like a soft rule for myself that's, that's because cool. scheduling are weird. 
no reason to be like super duper strict about it. Um, yeah, I mean, not for me. I mean, I think it's just you know the goal obviously is to just try to try to get you know try to get something. Yeah, every day. and, and uh, you know, in the new house, I have an area that uh, um, I got. I haven't I haven't finished cleaning it off yet. So like all my toys are piled up on it right now, but it's uh, like a nice white background and like a well-lit area. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this, even when we first look at this house, I was like, this will be the photo studio. And so that's what that will be. You saw it. You're just like, Boom. I did. Yeah. Instantly. I opened the door, turned on the light and I was like photo studio um, and storage. So yeah, I got like a ring light thing for mm-hmm. Christmas to, mm-hmm. that's got some colors and stuff. So I'm excited to get that set up hopefully Sweet. this weekend. We'll see. You know, you've made it when you have a ring light. <laughs> congratulations is that what but that means for real congratulations on the uh, on the new house new abode yeah thank you moving in i helped a little bit yes but. you did did you have any other so do you do you i mean i don't really do like new year's resolutions you know like say it's same me same stuff and i just if there's yeah. stuff i want to work on and it's a convenient time so like it's a convenient time to start a photo a day challenge in january because i know that every january i do jam january right so that's it's like good a good way to, way to jump start it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Jet Manuary is so casual too. Like some people, when they do photo a days, it's like they're doing art, like full fledged art and like fantastic photos every day. And I'm like, ah, but don't you need a break? And you just need like some like quick, dirty shots. I don't know. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, it's only going on the gram. So, you know, Jet Manuary is like a really good time because it's Ant-Man. And if you have an Ant-Man action figure, technically it's a one-to-one scale. So you can do all kinds of fun stuff. That's uh, a little more lenient Mm -hmm. in my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool. It's a good way to start the year. I think. Yeah. I don't really like reading challenges. Like we talked about. Yeah. yeah. It's a good time. I guess that would probably be the closest thing to new year's resolution goals for me, I guess would be the reading challenge. I never really go too much into the, you know, Setting myself up for failure. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, actually, I had been, you know, my, my wife and I did join a, join a gym a couple months ago. Okay. And I've been going like three times a week. Good uh, for you. Which, you know, and it was, it was, it was easier than I thought it was going to be. And it was easy to stick to it, you know, because I was, I would do it like every other day, basically. Like, mm-hmm. And like Monday was, I would do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And um, so I, I'm, funnily enough or unfortunate or whatever you want to call it. So I went on the Monday, I went on Monday, the week I got sick with COVID mm. and on Wednesday I got sick. Right. So I was like, I was planning on going to the gym on Wednesday night, like after, you know, after work and after, after, uh, my wife got home. But then I was like, well, I feel sick. Nope. Haven't been back since. Yeah. Because so I had COVID then like maybe about a week where I was okay. And then I'm pretty sure I got strep and was out, you know, like that was last week and coming into this week. And so I'm like, so I've telling myself this week, I'm like, I'm going to hit the gym Monday, next Monday. I'm going to start, I'm going to try and start it again on Monday. Nice. I was thinking about trying to start, get to the gym in the morning, like before work. Ugh. I hate going in the morning. I go in the evening. I know some people do in the mornings. I just, I can't do it. Yeah. My gym isn't open late enough is, yeah. is the problem. Because you go to the Y, right? Yeah. And they close at like reasonable hours for their employees, yeah. which is unreasonable for me as a, you know, 
right because like my ideal time would be like after i get the kids to bed right and then like maybe put around the house a little bit then i would go to the gym yeah um so we go to planet fitness so they're open like 24 hours, 24 hours a day yeah. yeah so that's does make that more convenient I remember that when we, when I, when we were members of the Y, I'd be like, man, when am I going to go? I'm like, I, if I go right after work, it's super busy. Yeah. Cause everybody goes after work. When I work 7.30 AM to 5.30 PM. So like, uh, that's just, that's like a long day sometimes. And then it's like, I get home and my kid's bedtime is like 7.30 still 7.30 to eight. Yep. Unless they've got like tonight, you know, my daughter had basketball practice and, Wednesday night we do have youth group stuff, but for the most part, it's relatively early. But by the time I get them to bed and I'm like, I'm ready to go, the gym's like closing. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, maybe though, like my health should be more important. I started listening to uh um Twelve Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. And like whether or not you agree with his politics, this book mm-hmm. is pretty good. You know, it's it's got really um simple kind of easy to follow stuff about mm-hmm. you know guidelines for your life and one of them is like one of them is like real real basic it's like clean your room be amazed at like how accomplished you feel after just cleaning your room mm-hmm. um and one of the things is uh take care of yourself like you would take care of your pet um because he's like if your pet needs medication to be administered at a certain time every day or maybe multiple times a day you'll do it you know, you'll make, you'll right. figure it out. You'll rearrange your schedule. You'll do it. You'll, and you, even though the animal's going to fight you on it because they don't want to have their injection or take their pill or whatever, right. they will. But then when it comes to your own body, you're like, eh, eh. <laughs> whatever. It's true. Yeah. So I was like, I should make my health a higher priority. I should really. And so I've, you know, tried to do little things mm-hmm. of drink. I mean, I've started with like drinking more water you know because it's it's kind of impressive how much that can just help yeah. your, body, your body overall it's really hard like i mean uh, well sometimes i feel i feel like it's, it's really hard to drink drink water because i'm like because i'm like man i'm thirsty i should drink something i'm like water nah <laughs> how about an energy drink or coffee right or I re- soda or, or anything other than water when i was sick this is gonna shock you you might want to sit down further uh when I was sick, I went eight days, no coffee, no nothing, only wow. water for like eight days. Did you have like withdrawal? No. No. I, I was sleeping so much that even if I did, I wouldn't have noticed. True. Plus, uh, I mean, you have like a headache or whatever. I'm like, well, you probably already have a headache. I was so dehydrated that like, yeah, there was like no symptoms. And then, so I'm like back at work or maybe I'd made, maybe I'd pulled a shot. I think you you sent me a snap. Yeah, that's right. Home. And I was like, this was my first coffee in like eight days. It was euphoric. But uh, yeah, it was wild. So, you know, I was like, maybe I should reduce the amount of like caffeine in general that I'm drinking and like be a little bit more deliberate and careful about that up the water intake. And then this last week I was like, I should drag my butt to the gym. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I want to say, I, I don't know if I like quite would say that I like missed it, but I'm kind of like, you know, I, I kind of enjoyed going to the gym. Uh, it was just kind of a nice, you know, and it, and it didn't take like a super long time, you know, it was maybe like 
I'm not like going too crazy with it, but I'm like, right. you know, it, it, I feel good. Yeah. So I'm like, it kind of, it sucks that I've been, that I've been sick and just felt like, felt like garbage and in general. And so I haven't felt like going, but I'm like, you know what? I need to get back to it. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you, Josh. Good. I do it. Those sound like, uh, sound, sound kind of like, uh, New Year's resolutions. Kind of it just happens to coincide with, <laughs> I started reading, listening to the book uh, last in in December. Maybe Close it was enough. November, actually. Close enough. And I was just like, I just got to that chapter. And I was like, huh? Nah, he makes a really good point. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourself like you take care of other people mm-hmm. or your animal or whatever. I should do that. We all should. And I'm going to have the goal of unpacking my house this year. So. <laughs> There you go. Got all year to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully I'll make it. Check that one off. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Did you, did you find that you threw a lot of stuff away when you moved or? Um, like stuff not that you're like as much as I had thought we would really. Okay. And as I'm unpacking, not as much as maybe we should have uh, the, the time frame that we moved in was, was tight enough. Cause usually you like, you you do a purge before you move because you don't want to move your junk. Right. Right. Uh, but there, it came a point where it was like, we could go through stuff slowly and get stuff packed or, we could just pack it all and move it because that would be quicker and like a better use of our time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what we did. Although now that I'm unpacking, I'm like, mm, I don't know if that was the right decision, but you know, it doesn't matter now. Uh, yeah. No, I know what you mean. It's, moving is, you know, it's exciting in a lot of ways, but in other ways you're like, it's kind of a, kind of a pain because oh, you got to pack stuff up, you got to un- you got to move it, you got to unpack it. You got to, we lived in our old place for 10 years. Yeah, so for a long time, the, the amount of the amount of stuff you 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 accumulate, and when we moved into that place, too, I told Shelly, I was like, "We're staying. Like, I don't want to move for a long time unless something happens." Or, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna, I'm not like closed off to opportunity, right? But I don't want to move here with the mindset of like this is a temporary location, or like let's hold, let's let's see how this goes for a couple of years right. and then find another place which is kind of the mindset you have like in the, in, a, in an apartment, right? Which is what we, we were in an apartment building before that. And the place we moved into was a duplex. And then now this is a house. So there was that kind of mindset too. And then now that we're here, I was like, man, not moving every couple of years is why we accumulated so much stuff and didn't like do better purges. And then moving here, I was just like, ugh. Now that we're here, I'm like, I don't want to move again. I want to die in this house. (laughs) Well, yeah. And it's like, and moving just, I mean, it sucks. Just the the experience of moving, like all the packing and coordinating and stuff. That's never really any fun. Nope. But it becomes, as you get older, it just becomes less and less We had a very, we had a very, um, we had a lengthy debate about whether or not we should ask people to help us move or if we should just hire movers. Right. And it it went well with people helping us real grateful. We, we made it work. It worked. It worked fine. But like I am at the, 
I hate to admit it, but like we're the age now where like slipping a disc for a couple slices of pizza is just not worth it. Right. Right. So yeah. if I move again, I was like, all the stuff goes or we hire movers or both. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's a pretty, I think that's a pretty, uh, common realization and people will get old like, you know what? Although we're going to the gym now. So like maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll be, <laughs> we could start a moving company too. Oh geez. Like, oh yeah. Get like, some truck, get a truck, you know, or the open eclectic movers. Yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, hey, we're the open eclectic. We, uh, we, we move, help people move and we have a podcast. That's right. And a reading challenge. Show us your receipt for your co-fi and you get a discount. Yeah. <laughs> How much is the discount? $2 off. What? Yeah. $2. <laughs> Per Kofi. <clears throat> um, <laughs> that would be funny. So I did think about it uh, like years ago before we both worked at the call center. Even I had that in my head. I was like, maybe I should like start a little moving company and just mm-hmm. like hire a friend and like buy a, buy a truck. And that'll just be, maybe I should do that. And like on the one hand, then I'd be moving all the time. Right. Yes. But I'd probably be in a lot better shape. Also true. And I'd be really good at it. It's not your stuff. And it's not my stuff. So I don't have to feel bad about like, I don't know. I feel bad for having all my friends move all this crap, but. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you move crap for other people. Somebody else's crap money. and I got paid for it. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just, you know, try not to break it. So you have to, you know, for dip sure. into that, you know, whatever insurance or whatever to pay, to yeah. pay for that. But, you know, you know, try to try to keep that money that you get paid. Um, I don't know, man. I I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. But like you said, you would be in better shape. So maybe it wouldn't be as big of a deal. And it's yeah. just, you know, just be manual labor. Just driving a truck just in a way it's like really satisfying though because you don't you don't pack up and you don't unpack you're taking boxes from a to b and furniture yep furniture is always the chore always but it's you come you do it you're done you leave so it's kind of immediate gratification for uh, a job completed so because like you probably like you know, put the furniture in like the general places they want to place that. But you know, the boxes and stuff, you probably, you know, put them in the rooms, but you don't have to unpack the boxes. No. <clears throat> so yeah, that's, and that's like, that's like the, the difficult part of it is, you know, having to go through each box and unpack all that stuff where you'd be like, you know what? We're just not going to unpack it. Yeah, we're missing a box of uh, kitchenware still, and it's apparently not labeled correctly. Oh. Um, that's the hazard of getting secondhand boxes. Is some boxes <laughs> that were in the kitchen that were marked kitchen were not kitchen stuff, and some apparently there's a box somewhere that's not marked kitchen that is marked something else. Because um, I was like, man, I'm missing, missing like the potato masher and like a measuring cup. So not like – it's stuff you could figure out how to, how to do without, right? Right. And I'm just like, I wonder what else is in there because I can't think of anything else that I'm missing, but there's got to be something. So is it like, is it going to be like in the garage or something? Probably. Probably. (sighs) Man. Yeah. Don't, don't move again, Nate. Just uh, stay where you're at and, and die there. Well, Wanda would, would be, is, is all for that. She, I do not, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of moving, but she is, on a whole nother level does not like it. 
so she's the same as you. She's like, she's like, I'm going to die in this house. Yeah. It's weird. <clears throat> Perspective is weird too. Like time. So up until my last place that I said I was at for 10 years, mm-hmm. I moved on average, like every 12 to like 18 months of my life on average. That's often. That's very frequent. Right. And that's with, uh, like that four year stretch when I lived over on 14th Pine Lake. Right. Mm-hmm. So, there's that and like i'm accustomed to moving and right although i've definitely gotten soft in the last 10 years let me just tell you that <laughs> um martin really doesn't remember the last move very much but my daughter this is the only this is the second place she's lived mm-hmm. and i was like man that's it's, it's one of those things is apparently like you don't know how lucky you are i hope you appreciated <laughs> that yeah no i mean totally I didn't move that often when I was a kid, but I mean, I moved, uh, I moved a few times when I was a kid. It it wasn't like, it wasn't at 12 to 18 months, uh, which that had to be probably kind of traumatic, you know, as a kid, you know, I mean, I suppose you get used to it, but but still it's like, no, man, we got to move again. This, you know, kind of, kind of sucks. And that counts like when we live with my grandparents for, like a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we lived with them again for like six months. And just as we were in between places, because we moved to Nebraska and stayed with them for a while. And then we moved, uh, actually lived in uh, Oregon. I did not know that. For a very brief time <clears throat> during my like a third grade year, maybe. I don't know. Oregon, huh? Yeah. It was fine or no not oregon washington i'm sorry oh washington washington state we we lived there for like and that's one of the really short places too it was four months and then we moved back to nebraska <laughs> wait so you moved from nebraska to washington completely back like, to nebraska not like we left stuff here and we did like a light move or anything In a we, year we packed up we moved four months later we were back four months yeah i did part of a school year there and then finished off the school year in my old class wow that's wild it it was i can't even less than ideal i should ask i should ask my mom about that and be like hey why what what happened here what the heck was that <laughs> what was that because <laughs> my stepdad went out early because his job <clears throat> stuff right and then we packed up and moved and stuff and anyway i can't even haven't thought about that in a so long was time. it it was for his job then yeah okay okay Wow. I hope his company paid for the move at least. Not a clue, man. He worked for Duncan Aviation until he retired. And then he uh, chose to move from Lincoln's location to like Provo, Utah um, with the intent of retiring there. Mm -hmm. So like that was his. So that where he lives now? Yeah. Hmm. Cool. I moved... I've always lived in Nebraska. I've never lived in another state. Really? I did not realize that. Born in McCook. That's right. Lived in, moved to like North Platte. Uh, you know, listeners, if you aren't familiar with Nebraska, you can find a map and look for all these little <laughs> puny towns. Is uh, North Platte, okay. Is North Platte small enough that they measure stuff in counties or not quite that small? Or was it when you lived there? Maybe I should put it that way. 
Like, what do you mean? Like, so if you go out to like, I don't know, some of the, some of the more rural places in Nebraska, mm-hmm. like Lincoln and Omaha are for sure. Like Lincoln and Omaha, right? You barely know what County it is, mm-hmm. but when you get out into the smaller rural areas, they don't measure it in towns. They're uh, like, it's a few counties over and then they know all the names of the counties and like, no. So like North Platte is, I mean, it's small, but it's, it's small compared to Lincoln and Omaha, obviously, yeah. but it's, <clears throat> You know, it's it's a decent decent sized town for you know Nebraska standards. Right off the interstate, uh, it's actually like directly north of McCook. McCook is in southern Nebraska. Oh, um, but you take whatever whatever highway it is, you can basically just take take that straight up from McCook to North Platte. Get on the interstate from there if you want. You can go all the way out to all the way out to the <laughs> west coast. Or you can just go east. You know, whatever. Take left or right. Um, so to the big rock, you've gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> so I lived in North Platte for a little bit. I mean, I vaguely, vaguely, I mean, I don't even remember most of this stuff. North Platte and then Ogallala, which is even smaller than North Platte. Um, but their, uh, their claim to fame is, uh, Lake McConaughey, the yeah. ocean of Nebraska. <laughs> um, so I lived there for a little bit and then, um, oh, uh, my dad and I, we lived in Kearney um, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, it was a long time. I mean, that was basically my entire like kindergarten, kindergarten to eighth grade. It's like my elementary school. That's a substantial amount of time, long time. especially as a kid. Yeah, I lived in Kearney. Uh, I, I like Kearney. It's a good town. Um, my dad went to college there. He went to college later in life. So he, But he uh, got a business degree from uh, UNK, University hmm. of Nebraska, Kearney. <laughs> Um, we, we lived in probably, uh, let's see, one, two, three, like five different places in that town. And then we moved to Lincoln when I was, uh, going into my freshman year of high school. So yeah, that, that was my journey from McCook to McCook to Lincoln. Hmm. Never been, never lived outside of, of Nebraska. Wow. Visited a few few of the states here in our great United States. That's wild to me. Although I do know a few people who've like lived in Lincoln their whole life too. So I yeah. know it happens. It just. I mean, I am a. I you know, I'm a. I'm a well traveled Nebraskan. You know, I've been to. <laughs> I've lived in different towns. At That's least. true. That's so, true. Um. Yeah. Like. But. But. I mean. Like. So. You know. When I think about that, I'm like, man, I've never lived anywhere other than Nebraska. It's kind of kind of sucks and get to see all these other places unless I go on vacation. But then, you know, I'm thinking, you know, you've, you know, you went to that exotic state of California, Washington. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, but it's like, you know, it's not like you spent a lot of time in in, in any of those places. Right. I mean, it's like you're moving every, every 12, 12 to 18 months or less than that. I mean, I was born in California and then we moved here and I lived here for a couple of years and then we moved back to California. Mm-hmm. And then uh, summer of my second grade year, we came here and this is where I've been ever since, except for that brief stint right. in Washington. Washington. So like I basically lived in Lincoln my whole life at this point, I can say I've lived in Lincoln my whole life because now would you call it your hometown at this point? Would you claim it as your hometown? Because for a long time, I was like, no, Lincoln's not my hometown. I'm like, I, you know, I'm, I was born in McCook. I, I 
Kearney is where, you know, I grew up. Yeah. But at this point, I'm like, I'm from Lincoln. Lincoln's my hometown. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's what I say. Yeah. I'm from Lincoln. Um, but That's fine. I mean, we're, we're an okay size city, I think. Yeah, Lincoln's, Lincoln's a good town. I like it. It's not too big, not too small. Yeah. It's got, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of everything. People They're sure trying sometimes. Yeah. I was just talking with somebody today about the hay market and how it, when my coworker was in college in like the nineties, the early nineties, she was like, you didn't go to the hay market by yourself as a woman, as a female, you had to have a group and you had to have a male chaperone, at least one with you. Whoa. Um, she was like, not that I ever heard of anything bad happening. It just, that was the vibe. And now they worked really hard to making it like an appealing fun for destination sure. place as part of Lincoln. So yeah, they definitely, uh, you know, we've got that going for us. a lot. I remember, um, I mean, shoot, when I was in, in high school and college, there wasn't, I guess there wasn't a ton to it. No you know, down, It was like, you got the mill and <laughs> the couple places that are around there. And it's like the costume shop. Yeah. Costume it rest shop in peace. And Knickerbockers. I forgot about Knickerbockers. Now it's a, hotel or parking garage um but yeah like they uh in the last whatever i don't know 10 15 years they've really put a lot of effort into into making that a happening happening locale yeah there's a bunch of great food places down there and different shops and stuff there's an escape room that uh i went to last year sometime that was pretty good yeah um the arena yeah the arena i guess the alien spaceship the there. arena no gladiators in that arena though it's a little disappointing yeah. are you sure maybe they do some type of like extreme know. fighting event there <laughs> i don't know and now they're and now they've, have you noticed they're trying to section it off now too because there's like the hay market and then there's downtown and now there's the telegraph district and so they're like partitioning it off a little bit and i'm like is I don't that know. where the other mill is yeah and nelnet the, yeah. the Nelnet building yeah. or whatever that's over there. And yeah, and it's fine. Telegraph whatever. Telegraph district. Feels, they think they are. Right. It feels a little New too York hoity-toity. city or something. <laughs> we got, we got burrows here <laughs> burrows. In, in Lincoln. <laughs> we would kind of do with the air park. Yeah. I feel like that kind of started. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not really serious about it. No, nah, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. It's, it, I think it's cool. I mean, it's gives it character and gives the town character. I mean, we, you know, there's, we got a lot to offer here, you know? It's, yeah. It's uh, pretty cool. Not like, you know, we ain't just one, like, one one traffic light post office. No, we got bar. two traffic lights. We got two. Yeah. Bobby Fisher played chess here. <clears throat> oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, he played chess in a lot of places, so true. it's not really. Not, like, uh, super special? Yeah, so I like, mean, it was a small tournament. Still. But I thought it was cool when I found that out. Cool. Uh, oh, I remember I was going to say something about you were talking about Ant-Man earlier. Yeah. Um, have you seen the trailer for the new? You know, I don't think I've seen a trailer. I know the time, like Quantum of, no, Quantum of Solace. That's the James Bond one. Quantum Realm. <laughs> yeah. Ant-Man and the Quantum of Solace. What? Yeah. Wait, James what? Bond in the Quantum Realm. Ant-Man. <laughs> Did you see... That would be cool. Yeah. So, that was another one of the trailers that was on Avatar. Was uh, the... Uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Also, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
those are both um i've made it so martin and i made it through shang chi for where we're mm. at in the marvel okay movies so we've I'm trying to remember where i was finished the major ones i guess and i know that we'll need to Oh no! And we watched uh, the the new Thor movie, uh, Love and Thunder. Mm, okay. Um, which I was immediately excited for when everybody was like, "It's terrible," and I was like, "Great," because I think the ones that everybody likes are kind of terrible. So <laughs> maybe this will work out for me. Nice. I was half right. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, you got a return the return of Natalie Portman. Right? True. You gotta. What I told somebody recently, they were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna watch that one." I'm not looking forward to it. And I was like, just remember that the other movies as they happen are movies that happen as they happen, right? This one is told with a narrator. And so you're hearing this story from that person's perspective. Okay. Okay. Kind of like keep that in mind. And honestly, it makes the movie better. I just think they didn't do a very good job of illustrating that in the storytelling, but it was fine. A lot of stupid stuff, but fine. Christian Bale did a great job. Yeah. He he was a, he was bad guy yeah gore okay um but yeah very excited for the new ant-man movie um need to watch the dr strange movie too i heard which i heard was super trippy so i was excited for that too that sounded great i have not seen that one either i made i made some progress on on the 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 marvel yeah movie slash show list then i made the mistake of i got to a certain point and I was like, you know what? I'm going to like, I'm going to, I'm going to like, I really need to go into it. So I like looked up this like really exhaustive list. that's like talking about all the, like you need to, you need to watch all these shows and then just like, mm. and all these like one shot things. And it's yeah. like, so it, it bloated my list like huge. Now I'm just like, well, I don't know. It was after I like watched Loki. Okay. Which I was going to ask if you'd seen that. You no, seen I decided it? to skip all the shows. So Loki was really good. I, I heard Loki. that. Um, Wanda keeps trying to get me to watch WandaVision because she says it's really good. I've heard it was good. Um, I've seen like the first couple episodes. I thought about watching She-Hulk, but not because I care about She-Hulk at all, uh, but because it's got Charlie Cox's Daredevil in it, which That's I like. Right. So, and they might be bringing the sh- that show back. I've heard. I keep hearing whispers about it. I hope. I hope yeah. so. I liked. I liked it. I, I remember, liked. I liked it. I liked the Netflix Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, me too. Like that was. Well, um, Punisher. I didn't finish Punisher. I love Punisher. Yeah. That was great. John Berenthal. I'm still... We've talked about John Berenthal before. We have. Much as I love John, and as perfect as he was, because really, I don't know that you could have gotten any better, I still think I would have been down for another Thomas Jane Punisher. Yeah, that was a fun... That was a good one. I liked that movie. I liked that a lot. And that came out, like, years ago. Long time ago, yeah. Um... Yeah, so so I made I can't, what did I do? So I got into the Spider Man. So I watched the Spider Man movies. Yeah, and I enjoyed those. I really liked those. I showed the first Tobey Maguire movie to my son before we moved. Oh, I mean, I'm oh, sorry. I watched the newer, the newer Spider-Man ones. Movies. Sorry, uh, I think we've only seen one of the Holland ones. But and I liked it a lot. The one with uh, the one with Batman. Which one? The one with Batman. Michael Keaton. Oh yeah, <laughs> you mean like owl, owl guy or whatever? Right. Is it? Yeah. Well, apparently he kept 
doing that to Tom Holland, like in between takes or whatever, he get real close and be like, "I'm Batman." <laughs> I was like, "Yes." And so, over over his Christmas break, we watched the first Michael Keaton Batman movie. Yes. And I was I as I was watching, I was like, you know, I forgot how awesome this is because I haven't watched that. You want to get nuts? Let's, Let's get, get nuts. Since my first, remember my first apartment, the little basement place? Yes. I haven't watched Great it since apartment. I lived there. Yeah. Little bookstore now. Oh, really? Yeah. Bookstore. Oh. It's a bookstore. You can go in. You can go in and see the old place. Oh, okay. It feels even smaller with all those books in it. <laughs> I bet. And I it mean, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a big apartment. No, it wasn't. Um, You were saying you watched the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Yeah, we watched the first one. And surprisingly, my son liked it a lot. Actually, he? he was like, that was really good. That was okay. You okay. Need a hero to save us. <laughs> <laughs> good old Chad Kroger. Yeah. Um, so, okay. In my, in my expansion, my bloating of my Marvel list, I put those back on there. Yeah. I think you have to. Cause I'm like, yeah, I, I might, I don't know. Have it's you too much? Did you watch Spider-Man into the spider verse? No. But so, I, I feel like it's a crime every time I say I haven't seen that. People are like, ah. It's really good. I've heard but it's really good. Yeah. it doesn't feel like you have to watch it because it, it, it doesn't affect the MCU at all. Like, right. It's kind of its own standalone thing. So that's kind mm-hmm. of a nice like break. Okay. Okay. Well, and then another thing that like further expanded it was my, my list was um, that Carnage the the venom movie or yeah venom with uh, tom hardy venom venom is the character yeah yeah like because they were like no it's not part of the mcu but then they're like oh my god it is part of it i know they they can't make up their mind they're, yeah it's just but i'm like whatever. okay throw that in there too Why i'll watch not? that because i haven't seen those and i want to see them you know nate i think since you're bloating the list so much yep you need to add the blade movies as well Okay. Because technically in the comics... That's, that's Dark Horse. Comic, it was right? Dark Horse, and now it's under Marvel. So you're telling me that Blade is a Disney princess? Yep. Okay. All right. No, so there's rules for Disney princesses. Okay. Dana Scully is a Disney princess, isn't she? Why? Fox? <laughs> don't, they own, don't they own Fox? No. I don't think so. Somehow, I was thinking that she was somehow in there. Maybe I'm wrong. Not quite maybe i don't know yeah anyway so you're you're saying rules i mean there's kind of rules for being a disney princess right like typically you talk to animals in some way or you have like an animal guide of some kind okay yep okay all right you don't have to have a musical number but it helps so okay so you're going really like hardcore like this is like yeah very uh, these are my rules regimented um that's why very well-defined rules for for prison uh princess yeah and that's why princess leia is not technically a disney disney princess she doesn't have like an animal companion no musical numbers you can make a debate that the droids but they weren't hers they didn't stick with her i guess you could make an argument too that you might have to marry a prince to be a disney princess because they all kind of none of them stay single do they can't think of one so wait so you're not a princess if you get killed married oh no you have to get married in order to To be be fully a a disney princess oh okay right there's got to be a prince you have to have your like male counterpart 
Okay. So like Rapunzel, then it gets tricky because like, or was Rapunzel DreamWorks? Maybe she doesn't count at all. Okay. Anyway. I'm not crazy. Disney bought Fox. Really? So Dana Scully is, well, if we're being, you know, if In, we're just saying female character. You yeah. Know, uh, Major female character. Yeah. She's a Disney princess. I think the Xenomorph is a Disney princess too. Maybe. The alien. All right. All right. I don't know. Sigourney Weaver, is she a Disney princess? Well, now we're yeah. just going off the rails. I'm, I'm sorry. I, so I was like half listening when you're saying like the <laughs> rules, like you, they have to be married. They marry. Speaking of going off the rails, somebody asked Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> what is the worst interview question he always gets asked or what he gets asked by fans that he hates the most? He goes, what does bat taste like? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that would get real annoying. I mean, he did <laughs> bite the head off a bat, so... Listen, when you do weird stuff, people are going to yeah, ask you weird he's stuff. He's on drugs, right? I guess. Yeah. yeah. Drugs are a hell, hell of a drug. What does bat meat taste like? What's bat? <laughs> What's bat meat taste like? <sighs> Ozzy. <laughs> treasure. He's a treasure. Yeah. yeah. Something. He's something. He's something, all right. Oh man. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll throw Blade into the um, all three of them into the mix. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, that's right. He's, he's is in, he in all of them. No, he's only in the last one last with one. Wesley Snipes. Okay. Well, then there's a Blade show too. Is that recent? Relatively, or would, or maybe they were thinking about making it with like. I don't know. Maybe there was a Blade show and they were going to do another Blade show with M- Mershal Ali. Apologies. I think I butchered his name. <laughs> I, I, haven't I don't even know who you're talking about. Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm like Ali. Like, uh, uh, great. Now I'm going to have to try and I'm trying to blank on. You know what? Let's try and Google, Google it. You Google. You Google it. Oh. No. He was in he was in the the uh cage uh Netflix show. Oh. Um Green Book with Eagle Mortson? No? Okay, cool. Green True Detective. Book? Marvel Luke's uh Marvel Luke Cage. Swan Song. Let me see if I can get a good picture of him here. Wait, so what's his name again? I don't have to answer that. <laughs> that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember him from... Um, oh. I remember seeing him in uh, House of Cards. Yes, briefly. Yeah. Mahershala Ali. Or it could be Mahers- Mahershala Ali. I'm not sure. I haven't, okay, I know who you're talking about now. I haven't heard him say his name himself, so I don't feel too bad, but... Also, it's probably my so fault. So he was, you're thinking he was going to be the main character? He, he was going to be Blade? No, he... Um, was he Blade? Again, I think it's still coming. Oh. Mm. Uh, 2024. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, okay. And I don't know. September 6th, release date, September 6th, 2024. USA directed by uh, Kevin Feige. So and production company, Marvel studios. So this might be like officially in 
universe. So is he going to be in the next, like, is he going to be part of the Avengers now? He could team up with uh, Spider-Man. Okay. I don't know. Um, man. I, I was going to say something. I, I could see that. Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Mr. Blade, sir. Mr. Uh, um. <laughs> he really played that, like, dorky, just eager yeah. teenager. Like, it was nice to have wholesome uh, teenager. Somebody younger in the yeah. in the mix, you know? Everybody yeah. else was, like, adults, like, fully adults. So, Did you see the last, the, the one that had all three of them as the... No. You didn't? Okay. Nope. That one was, it was pretty good. It was good. I'm excited for it. It's fun to see, fun to see old Toby. I didn't see the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I, I never did either. Um, and I'm like, you know, heard he did. I heard he did good with it. I just yeah. never got around to it. Yeah. They, I mean, they all did good in this, in this one. And you know, I don't want to say too much. Yeah. We'll say too much. Uh, so a reason to watch Loki beyond it just because it's awesome is way better than I like was, was anticipating it was going to be like people like Wanda recommended it to me. She's like, it's, it's really, you know, she's like, it's really good. You need to check it out. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Fine. So I like start when I'm like going through my list. I'm like, well, it says I should watch Loki. I'm like, fine. I'll watch Loki. But I was like, it sucked me in. Like it was, it was amazing. Hmm. There's definitely some like snippets I've seen that did of, of the good. Marvel shows seems the most compelling to me yeah i mean it's it's the characters are great and the, the setting is is amazing the music is great um i would say one reason to watch to watch it is uh, other than all these other those other reasons that i just said um for one of the for one of the um for one of the characters in it that you that you come upon um that you may see in another movie that is coming up. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Now, I don't know if I would, I would think that this person is playing the same character since it's like in universe and it's the same actor, but I'm like, maybe not. I don't know. But, um, said Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Is that, is. You mean? is that yep. who you mean? Wow. 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 Yeah, I'm wow. <laughs> wow. um, sorry, Owen. I'm doing a bad. Uh. <laughs> Ka-chow. <laughs> chicka, chicka. Wow. <laughs> Ka-chow. Wow. Lightning McQueen in Ant-Man. <laughs> Ka-chow. Oh, man. Ant-Man could drive like a Hot Wheels size Lightning, Lightning McQueen. McQueen. That would be funny. That'd be awesome. That'd be amazing. Uh, yeah. So good. So good. So next steps uh, or next things to look forward to. So you mentioned a coffee kind of taste comparo. Yeah. That I really like the idea of because caffeine, coffee, oh, yeah. energy drinks. I'm down. It's good. So yeah, we're going to do another taste off uh, as requested. Uh, and because. Wait, who requested that? Uh, open eclectic super fan uh, Alexa. Oh, she. Oh, I, right. She was like, remember that. she was like, yeah, you guys should do more of. That's not a really good Alexa impression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys. <do> <laughs> <laughs> I 
No, that's not. She doesn't sound like that at she all. She doesn't sound like that at all. I, as, as she's, been know, she's been on the she's show. She's been on the show. You know what she sounds like. I, I just she sounds like. You. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, kind sorry. of. She's like, you guys should do more taste testing. Oh, it's even worse. It's getting worse every time I do it. I gotta stop. <laughs> she gonna kill me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's all like, hey. Anyway, (laughs) she'd suggested that we do another like taste off because it was uh, an enjoyable episode. And so I was like, as I was at, uh, there's a new coffee shop that opened up in Lincoln that I am familiar with because it's in Colorado. And so whenever we go out to Loveland, we always go to Ziggy's. Where Um, is that here? It's at... You, 70th you, and pine lake okay because you wrote that in the in your snap and i'm like i don't know what that is but yeah. okay so it's a coffee okay. place and they have uh we like them a lot they're cheaper i think mm-hmm. than the other places but they also offer more sizes too which is great they offer like a 24 ounce they offer a larger size than the other places but they also offer stuff in kid sizes so you can scale that real down if you want so I could get my son a shot of espresso. If you want it, I guess. To. That's always an option everywhere. Just True. Shots. True. So I was thinking we should like do a comparison of like their standard kind of medium roast or whatever. Maybe compare their cold brew and then pick a drink. I said caramel macchiato, but I'd be down for something else too if there's a... Okay. Um, would you say that they are... Well, so far, in your opinion. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't say. I don't know. Like... You like them better than scooters? It's hard to say. And that's the other thing that, that brought it up. Somebody else asked me if if I thought they were better. And I was like, I I don't know. I think I'd have to like, because when it's in, when you have to drive eight hours to the nearest one, right. I always get like pumpkin whatever or like a big frou-frou drink mm-hmm. or, and it's my, it's my uh, travel drink usually. Right. Um, but now that it's here, I'm like, well, now I, I can start drink drinking like their regular coffee, regular coffee, and not feel like, well, I wasted my trip to Ziggy's. Yeah. <laughs> so I got black coffee. That's it, right? Done. One black coffee. So okay. I was like, yeah, well, I should start trying that. And I was like, maybe I should do a comparison. And then I was like, maybe we should do a comparison. Yes. I like the idea. I like that. Okay. So yeah, maybe We're uh, definitely going to do that. Maybe next episode or depending. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um. So we do that. Uncut gems. Yes, I gotta yeah, finish man. Rings of Power. Yes, because we need to talk about it. Sorry, we need to talk about it again. Yeah, well, I don't know if Alexa has finished it. Yeah, or uh, oh, geez, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not done yet. <laughs> I, can, I can. So it's funny because I can hear. It, it's funny how your mind's ear works. I can hear her in my head saying, "That's not how I sound. That's not what I sound like." Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry he laughs but she did call us old a lot so i think she deserves it yeah yeah uh, <laughs> so if, if you finish you guess if you two finish rings of power we could talk about that although it's starting to get to where it's been so long since i've seen it that i'd be like what happened fresh. i don't know what happened what are you guys uh, talking about we um when you eventually if you finish sopranos if you finish Sopranos, we could have a discussion of that. And we could bring other super fan Andy on because he also true. loves Sopranos. True, true. Um, and our reading list. Uh, we'll have to look more into this um, yeah. Goodreads account for Open Eclectic. Or if not an account, like a 
a list or a yeah, there's probably something community. So I don't know. Some something. I don't know. Uh, but we got some ideas. We got stuff. We got yeah. stuff we can do. It's gonna be exciting. Uh, exciting. Year. That's like that's like uh, on my goal list too. Like we gotta. And we were sick and we had the holidays, so that kind of dragged us out yep. a lot, yep. but we'll have some more frequent episodes this year. Yeah. For season two, we had a We had such high hopes, like we wanted to come into, you know, season two, be like, boom, we got new stuff coming on, and then we're just like, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We we can, like Phoenix, we can rise. We can and rise up. we're back. Yep. Um, cool. Well, it's been a good good episode. You want to you wanna, you wanna send us off into the... The wild blue. Josh, you send us. Okay, bye. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for listening. You can find The Open Eclectic on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and MySpace. Want us to ramble on about something specific or have a comment on what you just heard? Send us an email at theopeneclectic at gmail.com. We now have a Ko-Fi if you feel like supporting the show. That's ko-fi.com slash theopeneclectic. Or support the show by leaving us a review. Thanks. We hope you'll join us again next time on The Open Eclectic. Mm-hmm.